Let's get going. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Up Your Alley. It's a podcast with two best friends. That's me. My name is Taylor Edgar, and with me, as always, is my best friend, Jake Baggett. Say hi, Jake. Hey, buddy. It's a show where we recommend things to each other. We come back the next week to grade them on a scale of one to three, based on how much that thing is up our individual alleys. Right now, I am winning by 55 points to... Or not by 55 wow. points. Wow. Wow. That would have been a <laughs> shutout. I'm winning with 55 points to Jake's 54 points. This week, we're going to be talking about Jake's recommendation to me, which is the classic... Halloween film, Halloween, the original 1978 Halloween. Hell yeah. Because there are three movies called Halloween. Yes. And so we're talking about the 1978 one. And my recommendation for Jake, which is the 2018 film, Outlaw King, available to stream on Netflix. So we will get into those things. Be sure to follow us if you haven't already and you're listening to this on Spotify, iTunes, or whatever your catcher of choice may be. Leave us a five-star rating and review. And done. And done. Done. Thank you, guys. That's how we got views on YouTube. Yeah, we got some views on the YouTube. That is, that is very yeah. interesting. And to we've me. got some uh, good feedback from our video game compilations that we've been doing. Yeah, good feedback. Yeah, so far I don't understand how the TikTok works. I mean, video I mean, games are something that you can just like have in the background. That's how a lot of me and my friends hang out. Is one's playing video games while the other one's like doing right. something else. And there's a great number of TikToks that are or not. I don't watch TikTok. I watch things from tiktok that other people have posted on instagram yeah. to and try they have to like somebody talking on the bottom with right. like right. subway surfers going on at the top of yeah it and like family guy going on in the corner or a guy just doing like grand theft auto loop-de-loop flips while there's someone talking about stoicism at the bottom and yeah you're like i don't know why these two things are related to each other i think it's yeah but ours is us talking about us playing video games so we put up one clip and it did really well and then i put up a second clip thing oh this will do equally as well and it was I went to bed, woke up the next day, and it had single-digit views. And I'm like, huh, I just don't get how the algorithm works. But I guess that's mm-hmm. how people make a whole lot of money is they know how the algorithm works. I don't know. You could, pie, you could pay somebody to Like the newest – did you watch thing. New Mr. Beast? No. From this week? Do you watch um, Mr. Beast? Uh, no, I'm not going to D. I'm kind of off that train now. That's fine. He's, I mean, kind of, he's kind of like, I get poor people to dance for their money. So he did that. So <laughs> yeah, a big spine. Not, not that. So, How many poor people will dance for a dollar? <laughs> I, I think he's getting close to hitting a wall uh, before it really just gets into that. Yeah, like when it was like, I made people see. That was like, that's really cool. And Neat. that's kind of a nice statement about the healthcare system. Yeah. And now he's like, I locked two people in a room that can't afford food and gave them too much food. So his most will they die? His most recent one, I think, was just like kind of inspired by Saw. There's a new Saw movie out where it's like, oh, there's traps, and if you get out of the trap, like yeah, the first trap, it's a hundred thousand dollars. Then you go to the next one, and it's like if you get out of this one, it's two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. So you get an extra hundred thousand dollars per trap. And then like the seventh trap, he's like, oh, this one's easy, and it's like just a commercial for his candy bar. And I'm like, smart product placement i like it <laughs> so this guy is doing all these traps and it gets up to the one where he was either going to win nothing or he'd have eight hundred thousand dollars and mm. he fails <laughs> and so i'm thinking mr beast is gonna be like oh that's okay free money and he's just like standing there this awkward because he's mr beast is what like in his 20s or something like yeah, that he's super he's much younger than us and he's just standing there just being like sorry this is <laughs> <Yeah>. sad <laughs> i'm just like do you see what you've what you have wrought mr beast yeah. Like, it's terrifying that he has this the, much power. It's life-changing the amount of money is the problem for me. Right. If it was like 50 bucks and, you know, d- juggle for me. Yeah. And then somebody fucks up juggling. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, well, that's not a video game for me. Right. It, I it, just, it's, 50 bucks for a video game, Jacob? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> but at one point, this guy uh, that's competing in all these does say that to Mr. Beast. Where Mr. Beast is just like, come on, you know you want to go for it. He's like, I understand that this money means nothing to you, but it's a lot for me. And he's like... You're right. It means nothing uh, yeah. to me. I'm like, yeah. God damn it. Yeah. He's a little monster. Yeah. But I love him. It's, it's a kid, and that's as far as my defense for him can go, is he's a kid. Well, he's in his 20s. He has he, he's young. He doesn't know money. what he's doing. That's fair. Yeah. Um, he knows not the uh, psychological impact, that, impact that he's having on people yeah. doing this. It reminds me of, did you ever watch uh, Deal or No Deal? Oh, yeah. Mandel? Oh, yeah. Dumbest premise for a game show ever it was fun it was funny oh it's no, no, a gambler's no. I'm just, uh, it, dream it just plays on human emotions so yeah. much where you're why, just like, I, why did everybody hate the banker did you ever ask yourself that it was just the a banker was just trying to save money yeah 
you don't even see his face, and he's not being like, no, you're trying to take my money. And he's also, like, it's just some guy typing something into a pr- computer program, and it's like, he's, here's what's left. What is the game regulated offer? Yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. And if it was a face telling you, you son of a bitch, here, you're walking away with this amount. Right. I'm uh, only the lowest amount. You it was pointed a, at 12 different chests. Yeah. I'm only going to give you 64,000. It was a shadowy silhouette 000. that doesn't speak. Yeah. Who's supposedly the one offering up the money, and he's saying, would you walk away for this amount? And you say, no. And he's like, okay, keep playing. But instead, it's like, would you accept this amount? And the people are like, fuck you, asshole. What an asshole idea. I would never do that. <laughs> and you're like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, it's, it's that kind of the fallacy that people play on it where it's just like, all right, you have you know, a million-dollar briefcase. Yeah. You also have one that's got a quarter, one that's got $500. Yeah. And you're like, you get $700,000 if you walk away. They're like, no. And I'm like, yeah. the odds are not in your favor. Even if it were like it's $20,000. I mean, like, even if they were like, what's $1,000? $1, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'll walk away with that. <laughs> that's a vacation. <laughs> I, I just saw on Reddit right before you came in. You know the thing where like everyone just like films walking up to people on the street and asking them a question? Just yeah. harassment. I hate them. Yeah. But uh, dumbest shit in the world. Unknown camera person walks up to somebody, something that's been done a lot. It's like, would you rather have a dollar or double it and pass it on to a stranger? And you know, you're supposed to like do the whole give no. it pay it forward shit. And yeah. someone literally just says, No, I'll take the dollar. It's like, yeah. no, you don't understand. You could double it and then it goes to a stranger. They're like, No, no I'll, I'll the take dollar. the dollar. <laughs> it's the funniest, most relatable moment. It's like you're giving away dollars? I'll take a dollar. Yeah, give me the it. dollar. I don't need a dollar right now, but if you're giving away dollars, I'll I, take the dollar. I can't conceive of a stranger that needs two dollars. Nobody out there. <laughs> yeah. So I'll just take the dollar. I can't think of one person that needs two dollars. It's just like, man, if I had two dollars. Yeah. And you're like, hey, some good Samaritan <laughs> gave up his dollar just so for you. you. Know. Just so you yeah. know. That awesome person. Oh, yeah. give me the dollar. Absolutely. 100%. All right. Let's, uh, oh, uh, what do I want to tell you? Mm. Did you do the update for Red Dead? Oh, I saw that it's uh, 60 frames per second now. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't touched it. I don't know if it's noticeable or if it's in my head because I've been uh, messing around with uh, Skyrim upstairs on the PS4. Yeah. Because the Skyrim for PS4, I didn't know this. Apparently, in one of the anniversary editions or whatever that's come out since the last time I actually played through Skyrim, uh, the PS4 version lets you have mods, which mods are not anything that I've really really messed with because mods are they like are, paid mods no download them for free oh wow people that's... that have uploaded them to the bethesda.net or whatever wow so i found uh mods that were just a, a, a reddit thread that's just like best ps4 can you have skype characters mods. uh i didn't search for that that wasn't in my top searches Jake. that's ridiculous my top search was lightsaber Yes. Of course there's a lightsaber. Yeah, there's a lightsaber. It doesn't work great, but it, it's something I never really experienced because I've never been a PC gamer. Yeah. I see them online, and it's just like, you know, here's Halo, but every oh. shotgun shell, every BB from a shotgun is a rocket, and it just blows people away. Well, or like, for some reason, Thomas the Tank Engine's big. Yeah, it's everywhere. a big meme. Yeah, yeah you change the yeah. dragon into Thomas, or you change him into Macho Man Randy Savage. That's pretty fun. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah. And the modding community is pretty amazing. They do awesome. Seem like some mods pretty sometimes. selfless people. Like some of them are nice because one of and some I've just been downloading, trying to think. It, and the reason the sixty frames on Red Dead made me think of it is there's one that's like uh, graphics overhaul. Mm-hmm. It's like it's going to make it look so much better. Uh, like the, changes the lighting, changes like the vegetation looks better, the roads look better. Updating all the towns, all the AI is just, you know, like. Uh, people like move away from you better so yeah. they're not just like staring straight at you weirdly like they do in skyrim sometimes yeah and i'm like why is this the modding community why don't they just make this the version of the game like because the graphics are noticeably better when you just click this thing that you know someone that's like called sephiroth 69 i mean made this mod and you're just like oh sweet why don't they just make this the game if i'm gonna guess it would be a qa would be a thing for it what's that uh, a quality assurance. You'd have oh, to have okay. a lot of people play these things to make sure that they work. The testers that you get on yeah. all the game. And like what they come out with is something that's going to work broadly yeah. on a lot of PCs. And then they give you the toolkit to be like, okay, now fuck with it the way that you want to mm-hmm. make it the way that you want. So that it's way. kind of fun. Yeah. I love it because if yeah. you're going to push texture pack, that's going to push people's PCs. And that could, you know. Did you ever mess around with really? modded games or anything like that? Absolutely. Yeah. That's how I played Skyrim. Really? Was modding it up like crazy. Yeah. Thomas it's amazing. The tank engine. There was one mod that I loved. 
where if it's raining and you go underneath an awning and you put it in the third person, the rain stops at the appropriate spot of the awning. You could see the dry spot. That's a mod someone. That's a mod that somebody went through and made. That is a mod that I wanted, typed into Nexus, which is the, that's the mod search engine. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, somebody was like, yeah, I noticed it too. And I made a mod for it. And it was awesome to have that. See, I looked up what it was just like, oh, there's uh, two chests by this one forge. And it's got a thousand of everything in it. And then it's got oh, yeah. a, a ring in it that lets you carry, you're like, you're, puts your carry weight up to like half a million. And uh, Another yeah. Life, I think that's the mod that it's called, yeah. is a game changer. Instead of having to ride on that goddamn uh, wagon mm-hmm. at the beginning, yeah. you choose a role-played character. You choose where he lives and who you are. And oh, so you're snap, not the there Dragonborn. You back in the, you're just... You're Dragonborn still. But now, oh, but you're just a dude that lives in solitude, like, yeah, chilling. That's a perfectly reasonable person to be. Nice, yeah. See, I love it. Much I, better. It's a new thing. I hope lots are fantastic. Hope more uh, video game like consoles. You have no idea. People went in and physically changed the skeletal structure of the characters so that their breasts would bounce. God. They worked so hard it's on the it. The first thing nerds always do, right? It's just like incredible. It's like when we were kids. Because there's, there's people that. that are like boobs, and then they just make boobs. But then there's somebody who's like, I worked so hard on, on this <laughs> mesh that bounces perfectly <laughs> with the boobs. <laughs> this guy is my favorite guy. It was a, when we were kids, it was a, like one of those video game urban legends. Was Laura that, Croft. Laura Croft. There's a code to make her boobs bigger. Yeah. yeah. Fa Fa Foom Raider. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> always boobs with kids boobs why not all right <laughs> speaking of not boobs let's get into our recommendations for this week if you have a recommendation you can send it to us at up your at gmail.com uh we're gonna be talking about my recommendation first we'll save the halloween for the second oh part okay i have thoughts and it is halloween season it and is I feel halloween. We'll get more more spooky stuff coming up feels so, great today uh the first one is my recommendation for jake which is the 2018 Film directed by David McKenzie, starring Chris Pine, Florence Pugh, and Aaron Taylor Johnson, amongst a bunch of other people that were all probably in Game of Thrones. Uh, 2018's Netflix original Outlaw King. The story about Robert the Bruce is called kind of an unofficial sequel to Braveheart. <laughs> I guess so, because yeah. it kind of picks up where <laughs> Except it's Braveheart more left off. Ridiculously more historically accurate than Braveheart, even is though there? this is not, well, just yes. Okay. 100%. 100%, 100% yes. So, uh, like I mentioned last week, one of the reasons I recommended this to Jake was uh, I had seen this movie when it came out because it was kind of in 2018. It was like Netflix is putting out a Robert the Bruce movie. And I'm like, oh, fucking sweet. I'll definitely watch that. You already knew about Robert the Bruce. Right. I have uh, Scottish family lineage and stuff. That's true. You own Kill. Yes, I do. Um, So, clan of Maxwell, normally. And. it's I, I was talking to somebody about this and I was trying to put it and it's uh you know the meme that's going around now it's like uh asking dudes how often they think of the Roman Empire yeah yeah uh-huh. doesn't make sense to me someone asked me and I was like I don't I do think about Scotland a good bit yeah. because I think there's a certain point in history of people like you and I where we should start to be embarrassed by it and I think 13th 1300 Scotland was about the last time where we could be like, yeah, we were the underdogs, and it was only to the English. I don't know what that means. I don't like, know what any of that means. My, I, I've been, people think about history a lot. I don't. I, okay. I so someone like me that I realize that I've been, have gifted, or been gifted a lot of privilege. Like, uh, uh-huh. a lot of stuff has just been handed to me that I didn't really deserve. So I'm like, I can't really, f- it's hard for me to feel like an underdog Okay, I see what you mean now. Uh-huh. And a lot of it comes off as disingenuous if I do. <laughs> Because even, you know, it, 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 I have it much better than a lot of other people. So Your rich history is the 1300 Scotland. You slipped into the accent there. That I know, was it nice. was really weird, wasn't it? So that's what you because could Because that was underdog. Right. Uh, against the English. Like, yeah. the English just always make good villains. I mean, because they were basically the conquerors. Yes. For every society. There were plenty of other European countries that were a lot worse. The Dutch slipped by being complete monsters and no, everyone's just like oh they've got wooden shoes and windmills the dutch are nice they're no, not we call something really rude after them the dutch oven 
It's when you fart under a blanket and you put it over somebody's head. I think that's named after the the Dutch oven. The which cooking. is named after farting. One of them you came think first. The cooking equipment, the Dutch oven, is named after farting under a blanket <laughs> then putting it over somebody's head. Yes, I don't think that's accurate, Jake. I mean, one of us does a lot of history. I'm not going to say who. I, I want to lead it up. Three to Dutch ovens over there, and you think that those are named? Oh, there's the one. Where's that little? Oh you, shit! I've lost my project. Oh my god, it got out. The snake's in there. Oh my god, the battery acid. It's got out of here. <laughs> and it went somewhere. Uh, this is got, got off the rails. So yeah. regardless, uh, the history I, I really like. And yeah. you can kind of like look back and be like, there was a time when we were fucking badasses. Yeah. It was 700 years ago. But you still so, get it. A lot of history to me, and this movie shows it, is a lot of tradition. Mm-hmm. And... That's when, that's the shit that I focus on the most because none of it makes sense to me. Right. Uh, Robert the Bruce is getting married, and it signifies that by them being underneath a, a big cover. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Cut to the Prince of Wales, uh, getting uh, anointed, I guess, into going to find Robert the Bruce. He's knighted, yeah, and. Uh, He's holding up two dead geese. He's like, buy these geese. They're swans. Buy these swans. <laughs> so right. I'm gonna kill that dude. The real thing that the reason this <laughs> popped back up in my algorithm and thought processes is a YouTube channel like I talked about, Guy History Buffs. He talks about historical <laughs> movies and then what's historically accurate, what's not. His one on Braveheart is hilarious, just because Braveheart is wildly historically inaccurate. Uh, William Wallace was a, a nobleman, and Braveheart shows him as like a farmer. Yeah, and he's wearing a kilt, and kilts weren't in fashion for another three hundred years. Nobody was wearing a kilt in he had, Outlaw King. No one was wearing a kilt in thirteen hundreds. I'm sure there was one guy. He was made fun of, and he wasn't. Yeah, Kilty Steve was yeah. around there somewhere. <laughs> Old Kilty Steve. Kilty Steve was running around there, like getting the back. And in Braveheart, he has an affair with the queen. That doesn't happen, <laughs> and she was nine and in France when that movie took place. A little artistic liberties. L- massive artistic <laughs> liberties. Uh, William Wallace paints himself up like a pagan warrior, even though he was a devout Catholic, and no Catholics would do that. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. So Braveheart's way off. So this is a little more accurate. A little, Still a little off. Like Florence Pugh's I mean, character would have been 13. There was action that was... Yes. That was movie action, which was very distracting because this movie wants to be taken historically yes. seriously. Mm-hmm. And then it has wild sword fights where a man uses the cowl, a chainmail cowl, mm-hmm. as, a, as a thwacking thing. And then yeah. wraps it around his fist and he punches somebody in the face. Yes. You know, chainmail, that fucking standard chipping. Yeah. You know, it was weird the jumps from like. Uh, intentional talk about you know well i I killed some i killed this other scottish guy Mm -hmm. i'm king now people aren't gonna like that but we're gonna try because england's really mean to us and then they're doing these wildly awesome action movie stuff that you could have calmed down on that if you're going for accuracy you should go all in on accuracy and have that awkward battles that battles are Yeah. yeah so uh into the plot Go ahead. Uh, starts at the Siege of Stirling Castle, which is shortly... It, actually, Stirling Castle would have been sort of in the middle of Braveheart. Um, William Wallace is still alive during this. William Wallace is still alive. Uh, Robert the Bruce is with his father and uh, John Common, who's another Scottish lord. Yes, that's and his name. they're basically telling the King of England, hey, we're, we're good. Yeah, like, we are cool. on the same page now. Scotland's going to be fine working mm-hmm. for England. Right. So, and then the king has a kick-ass trebuchet. That happened. Like, that trebuchet that was That whole huge. first scene... It was, it was a one-shot. It was it shot was, like was a one-shot. Yeah, I didn't know if it was, nice. was any type of trickery done to it. But I mean, it was a couple cuts, but it looked nice. It, w- it looked awesome, and the trebuchet looked so awesome. The warwolf. Yes. Yeah. Call it warwolf? Warwolf. Werewolf. Warwolf. It's pronounced werewolf. I'm not saying it wrong. I'm it. saying a different word. <laughs> and that that looked awesome. Yes. Military siege weapons are amazingly imaginative. Apparently he, and I'm pulling this all from history buffs, he uh, assembled the largest um, collection of trebuchets the world had ever seen yeah. just to fuck this one castle, and then they surrendered, and he was literally like, well, don't I'm, accept that. I'm not going to surrender. Because eventually people had showed up to watch battles back then like 
you know, it was kind of a, a an event that people would go to. And he's like, well, all these people are here, so we're going to set fire yeah. to that castle. Don't accept surrender yet. He told the people to go back. So I guess that's true, back. huh? Yeah, he Being told like, the people to co- go back inside the castle. He's like, no, 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 you guys go back. We're going to shoot shit at you. Uh, all these people want to see it. It's going to be dope. Oh, and it wow. was. Well, it was kind of dope. Love a good trebuchet. Trebuchets are really cool. Mm-hmm. Catapults, that's third grade shit. That's what I liked about uh, the Battle of the Pelennor Fields in Return of the King. You know what? That's the what Gondorians I liked. had trebuchets, but the stupid orcs had catapults. Oh, yeah. It's like, good point. With your little ratchet mechanism and your cranks. Get out of here with that <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> we just got badass trebuchets shooting at you from Minas Tirith. That was fun. Yeah. Chris Pine. Is he American? He's American. It's a yeah. good Scottish accent, isn't Is it? it? I don't know. See, who has a good Scottish accent? Because we talked about... My friends. We My talked Scottish about friends. Actor-wise. Um, uh, Not uh, Gerard Mike. Butler. I mean, Shrek. Solid Scottish accent. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think of. He doesn't sound like he's doing an accent. It's not great, but I think Chris Pine is great in this role. I think I he's think good. I love Chris Pine. I love Florence Pugh. I think they both do a really good job. I think uh, so. The story of the Outlaw King is Robert the Bruce, and when William Wallace is killed, he's drawn and quartered, and his body parts get displayed at various towns to show all the Scots, be like, hey, this is what fucking happens. Sprinkled amongst the lands yeah. with a sign saying, "That's this is William Wallace. This is William Wallace's left. This is his left peck. Upper left quarter. <laughs> yeah. That's the quarter part of the drawing and quartering. And they show his head twice, which is put on a spike outside of uh, London Bridge when the king's uh, like, oh, coming I was, out. Oh, I was looking at that. Yeah, that's his head. And I kept thinking, random head. <laughs> nope, William Wallace's head. <laughs> okay. So that makes more sense now. Chris Pine then... Uh, Finds John Coman, or Common, and he says, hey, come to this church. I know we don't get along, but we need to talk about the future of Scotland. And John Common's like, oh, you know, yeah. you suck. Your family sucks. I'm going to be king of Scotland. Yeah. And Now that you've Robert, come to me with treason, you know, you're going to yeah. be killed. I'm going to go narc on you, and everyone's going to kill you. And Robert the Bruce says, nuh-uh. Uh, he doesn't say anything. He says a stabby. Stabby, stabbed. The, stabby right there in the church. You're stabbed. And then he says, and then he says, I'm king now. <laughs> and he goes to everyone else. They're like, are you sure? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, probably. That's my favorite. <laughs> he goes to the church, and the church is like, well, fuck. <laughs> what are we doing? All right, man. Oh, well, God damn it. The friars do come to him at one point, and they're like, are you sure you got this, man? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, all right, well, yeah, we're going like, to, uh, what is it called? Annul your crimes, yeah. and, or uh, absolve you of your yeah, crimes. You're absolved. Uh, and you're king. God's cool with this. Yeah. And you're cool. king. But you're you like our religion, right? And then he goes, like, to, "Oh fuck yeah, I love this religion. Yeah, this religion's dope." <laughs> <laughs> and they send him to Schoon because he has to be knighted on the, That's uh, the, the other stone part. of Schoon. Scooby Schoon. <laughs> That's the other part. Scooby Schoon. You just wanted to make that. No, joke? I just like the part where they're like, "We got to do it in Schoon. Got to go to Schoon." <laughs> well, there's the stone of Schoon. That's where you get anointed. You, gotta, you just got to do it, man. It's tradition. It's, it's tradition. tradition. If yeah. you didn't do it. No. And people would have been pissed off. So then it, it goes forward, and I don't Tradition's I don't so think there's stupid. much to spoil. I mean... There was a blonde lady that comes out and says, Robert the Bruce, well, son of Robert the Bruce. His dad was Robert the Bruce. Son of Robert the Bruce. Right. Son of Robert, not the Bruce, <laughs> the Betty. Yeah. So <laughs> you, you asked me beforehand, what's a Bruce? Yeah, what the hell is a Bruce? So Bruce, in my understanding, it's uh, Robert De Bruce, like Robert of Bruce, and it's kind of just... Because, a land? Yeah, well, it, Bruce is like a Scottish term for, I think it translates, what I saw was like willow lands, like from an area. Like he's uh-huh. Robert of Bruce, like Bruce is the place where he's from. That's like his land. The name of a place. Just like uh, another great character who I think, I mentioned this uh I think steals the show is Aaron Taylor Johnson playing Douglas the Black or uh, Black yeah, Douglas. Douglas. Black Douglas, also known as John Douglas or Douglas the James. Now Douglas. you think he stole the show? I think Aaron Taylor Johnson in this, and that's another thing I wanted to bring up to you. So he plays uh, Black Douglas, who's uh, the king took his lands, took his family's lands. He shows up to Robert the Bruce on the roadside and says, "I'm with you." Gets off his horse, kneels down, puts his sword in the dirt, and says, "I'm gonna. Fu- you give me my lands back, I'll fucking, I'll kill all of these people. Yeah. Like I will literally kill all these people." And Robert's like, "Bet, let's Thank go. You. Yeah, all right, saddle up, let's run." And <laughs> later on, when Robert's out campaigning and stuff, he's like, "Hey, I hear all these people are uh, at my family castle. Would you mind if I took like three guys and just went and fucking killed everybody?" Yeah. And Robert's like, "Knock yourself out, kid," mm-hmm. and he does. One of the best scenes ever is uh, honestly Douglas Larder is what it's called. 
happened on Palm Sunday. That was pretty accurate. So there's two. Another thing that you mentioned ahead of time that I'll get into. But, <laughs> uh, he said, you know, it's the Douglas Arter, and that was he went in, killed all these people, was like covered in blood, and just screaming Douglas. Yeah. At the top of his lungs. Yes. And took his castle back. That was very funny. Yes. Because I he. It, it's not just that scene. Douglas screams his name Douglas anytime he's fighting and killing people. It's pretty dope. <laughs> it's at first it's like, wow, like that's that's wild. And the second time it was like that's annoying, and then the third time, which was this time, I was like, this is incredible <laughs> because by the time that they have the big battle, they're like, oh, there's that dude Douglas. Yeah, there's a guy that killed everybody at Douglas Larder who just kept screaming Douglas, and yes. that's what the king of England was like. Oh, that guy that came to me. <laughs> He's been killing everybody, you say. He's like the medieval equivalent of like the Zorro Z, yeah. except he didn't have anything to write down. He's like, I'm yeah. going to burn all this shit. Uh, I'm just, you guys know who did this? It was Douglas. Uh, yeah. My favorite my favorite scene is yeah. when Douglas was like, uh, my, my house is just a hop, skip, and a jump from here. Can I just go up there and kill everybody? <laughs> Would you mind if I just... And everybody... Because I think he says, he's like, I'm going to need three men. He's like, take five. Yeah, he's like, take five, just get back. You know, be home by dinner. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I think he had a hard time characterizing uh, that character. Yeah, because it jumps from somebody who's like, like at the beginning you see him, he's uh, devout, mm-hmm. and uh, the second time you see him, uh, that's when he pleads his fealty to Robert the Bruce, mm-hmm. and you see him later that night, and everybody's drinking, being merry, and he's over in the corner in the dark shadows practicing his swords. And you're like, okay, he's very dedicated to the craft. And then later, he's he loves him the ladies. He, yeah. He's flinging them around. I'm like, you, you got to find out the type of person you want to be. Yeah. Are you the cocky one that picks up the girls, or are you the one that's dedicated to the blade? Yeah. There's there's one character trope. You can't can't, <laughs> can't put your feet in both pools. Don't you dare be both things. You can't be both things. Yeah. And so the Douglas Larder, that was a great thing. And then, But that's definitely my favorite scene. The only problem is it wasn't longer. That no. thing... It could have been its own movie. They, and if I they did a spinoff movie, it was just it. Aaron Taylor yes. Johnson playing Black Douglas. I'd watch that. Him murdering so many people, screaming Douglas, mm-hmm. and you could see how crazy he's getting. His eyes are going crazy. Yeah. He's spitting everywhere. I'm like, that's true. That was Now I see the person that he is. Because you know who he's playing in an upcoming film. No, I have no clue. He's playing Craven the Hunter. Oh, yeah? I can kind of see it when you're watching yeah, him just go it. ape shit on that. I was like, because I, I, I wish him, he was, I wish he was going to be in more good movies. I, 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 we all wish there was good movies <laughs> coming out, Jacob. But uh, I, I had only really known him from Kick Ass, and when he got cast as Craven, I was just like, no. And then I remembered this movie, and I was just like, oh fuck yeah. Who was he in Kick Ass? He's Kick Ass. That's Kick Ass. That's Kick Ass. That's wild. And it's also he's a uh, Quicksilver too in Age of Ultron. I knew Kick-Ass was Quicksilver, but I didn't know Quicksilver was Douglas. Yeah. Same guy. Wild. Fucking A. Hell of an actor. And so, uh, what else? Oh, you brought up the Feast of Swans. Yep. By the power of these swans, I will kill them. So that's a great cut. Oh, my gosh. Because let me set the scene for you. All right. So Edward the First is King of England. Yes. He's got a son. He's sitting there, and his, his son was like, I'll take care of this Robert the Bruce problem for you. And he's like, okay, I'll let my son do it. We've got to do this anointing thing. And it was the oh, largest knighting up to then. They knighted 267 men at Westminster Abbey. Wow. So uh, the whole time, well, at, at the starting of this, uh, to the left and right of the throne are two big bird cages mm-hmm. uh, with two swans in it. Big old swans. And it's that goddamn, what, that one guy's gun. Chekhov's gun. <laughs> Chekhov's gun. <laughs> If you put goose <laughs> and gooses, if there's large waterfowl, if about, there's large waterfowl, you're gonna have to use them in your story somehow. And he does, and he does because it cuts to at the same time Robert the Bruce's uh, marriage is mm-hmm. happening. He's getting married to Florence Pugh. Yeah, and it's all nice and pretty and decadent and still weird. Which he was already married at this point historically. Thanks, history buffs. She's dead. No, no, no. He was already married. Oh, okay. They got married. This was the. Official, yeah, I guess, thing. Whatever. Okay. And then immediately cuts back to the Prince of Wales screaming <laughs> with dead swans in his hands. <laughs> so that's a real thing. That happened too. That's so funny. Edward II. Tradition is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. My I understand. Life. But I think what's cool about that is the whole reason they knighted all those men is because it was a thing. It's like, I'm knight- knighting you. By the way, 
laws of chivalry are out the fucking window. They did a thing, raising the dragon banner, which, by the way, just sounds like the coolest fucking thing. It's like, I will raise the dragon banner. You're like, God damn it, that's terrifying. That sounds like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Which means the, ni- the rules of chivalry. Workshop, we have raised the dragon banner. That means 85% off any D20 that you find. <laughs> we have hidden them amongst the groups. Why are you George Lucas again? <laughs> oh, boy. I'm so excited. This is George Lucas coming to you from Games Workshop, letting you know they have raised the dragon bear. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> so, so, but they do. They uh, ex- uh, suspend the laws of chivalry. So it's just like we can do fucking anything we want to anybody. That was very interesting, yeah. too. Because they're, yeah, they're just like, you know, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> just, you know, kill them. It's kind of weird that you do that right after you knight all these people. It's like, you're knights. By the way, I wonder. It's like it's like giving making is someone that a historically cop right, accurate. Yes, it's like get, making someone a cop right before the purge. Yeah, and then like, we're like, gonna give you all these then, guns and stuff, and then just fucking have fun out yeah, there. Yeah, and then the purge, and the purge doesn't end. Right, <laughs> it's now the purge. It is a good snivelly prince. The guy that plays Prince Edward II, he was great. He's a perfect like you just fucking hate that guy so I mean, much. He put they they lay it on his character too much. Mm-hmm. Like what he does is monstrous. But the guy that plays him does a fantastic job. Yeah, hey, he sells being a little dickhead really well. Yeah, and Robert the Bruce, I like the way that he does things because a lot of the time he's like, I don't know, guys, I don't want to do nothing until it's time to do something. Then he's like, oh, okay, I'm yeah, going to start killing this. people in cold blood. Yeah, I'm just going to start hiding in things and <laughs> jumping so, out. <laughs> all right. So historically, you, you sounds like you're a little bit jazzed about the history part of it. Uh. I'm jazzed about the movie part of it. I so you like her or leave? It's a two. I'll give you a two. It's a two. It's a two. It's a two. That's for definitely a two. I'll I take don't. A two. When they take the wagon into the castle, yeah, they uh, kind of Trojan horse it. They Trojan horsed it. There's no way they would send Robert the Bruce and his brother no. and his uh, Douglas, his best uh, yeah bodyguard, all at one. They did. Uh, but so the they final. T- they took a lot of liberties. And of course. It's a problem with me watching these types of movies where action has to mix with historic history. Right. Is uh, I, I could see things that wouldn't be that way. Right. You know, and that. Well, it's also. I can't blame the movie per se for doing that, mm-hmm. uh, but it's also just something that distracts me when I'm watching these types of movies. Yeah. So uh, it ends at the Battle of Loudon Hill. Yes. Which is not the last battle in. The War of Scotland, they kind of do like a thing. It was the major turning point in that. They had a so uh, it ended with, of course, text crawl. They uh, well, no, no, no. The battle ends mm-hmm. with Robert and Edward the Second mano a mano. Yeah. After the English have already started retreating, everybody's already the screaming setup of that. Uh, the, the setup of that battle because it made Robert is like, hey, we don't have as many people, but Robert's a good. Uh, he's like, we'll use the land. Yes. And it's like, all right, we're going to make their horses run this way. It's a fucking swamp. And My. then they're going to come at us this way. It's a hole filled with spikes and all their horse. A lot of horse death in this. Yeah. That was pretty pretty graphic. A lot of horse death. But that final showdown just between the two. Really well was, shot. It was well shot. but that And, and the, as far as the movie context goes, it's fantastic because the movie yeah. starts with those two fighting. It's Darth Vader like versus this. Obi-Wan at the end. No. Like, it's the final showdown between the t- Darth Vader and Obi-Wan episode three. It's the final no, showdown between the two. No, it's even better. Well, it's I'm just so saying it's better. the it's the good guy versus the bad guy one on one in the midst of this giant oh. war that's going on. Oh, you know what I mean? I see where you're coming from. But yes. then at the end, Robert the Bruce is just like, "I'm going to let you go." And it's like he just did horrible things to a bunch of your people. I don't think you would have let him go, and he didn't because that didn't happen. <laughs> did they fight mano a mano? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. No. But in the context of the movie, it, it works awesome. really well. It's pretty rad because at the beginning. They don't like each other, yeah. you know, and it's very apparent uh, when they're fighting each other because it's a fun little duel at the beginning. Yeah. Whoever gets advantage wins the duel. They're taking swings at each other like they're going to fucking kill each other, yeah. you know, and then it comes to the end where they've been comparing dicks this whole time, and now it's time to and really compare comparing dicks swans. once and for all. They're comparing swans. Yes. <laughs> how, swans. How many swans you got? How many swans you bring to the battle? And, you know, it's a good way to... You know, yeah. show up a fucking king is to reduce them. You yeah, know, you can't just kill them. And then you kill them, you see him run away, and all all the Scots are like, "Yeah, this guy fucking sucks." Yeah. But if you let him live, and he's like, "Yeah, oh yeah, I won." Yeah, <laughs> like I threw up. 
Uh, because it was the adrenaline. He did throw up. That was funny. It was because of the adrenaline. I was just so fucking pumped getting up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that's Outlaw King. Gets a two yeah. from Jake. I, this, two. Is, this is on my step to my... I have one ultimate history recommendation. Oh, no. That's going to be great. But I'm, I'm doing you baby steps into Okay. It. Doing we'll you baby see. steps. Espionage is my favorite. I'm well aware. Cold War is a very fascinating uh, this time in history. Yes. I, I've seen a lot of movies based in there. Mm-hmm. And the entire time, I'm like, this is the scariest thing I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about something like that recently? I don't know. Maybe I just watched something. I don't know. Maybe. But Cold War, I am so happy I wasn't around then. I would have died from anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think either of us in our would have done well with, hey, kids get under your desk, just so you know, the world's going to end at yeah. any fucking moment. Because I would try, the way that I like to try and calm myself down is to prove things wrong, you know? And, you know, being in that time where information was hard to come by, yeah. and the information that you do come by is like, yeah, we're really close to time. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, the news no. keeps getting worse. Yeah. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> they're like, they're, we're literally firing warring shots at each other. Like, ay, ay, ay. All right. So everyone check out Outlaw King. It's available to stream on Netflix. It's worth your time. It's worth your time. I would say that. Uh, yeah. Let's move on to Jake's recommendation for me. Halloween! The first of his spooky months of recommendations hell yeah uh 1978 halloween yes sir uh, i had not seen this movie before but much like many things jake actually makes me sit down and watch i get the cultural touchstones of it oh yeah i am aware of it uh-huh, uh-huh, um, uh-huh. first stuff. time i ever sat down and watched it so jake yeah. why'd you pick this one to start out your uh, spooky month recommendations i want to try and follow this train for me okay, okay. october right mm-hmm. it's got halloween in it right sure does the movie title of halloween Oh, shit, I just got that. It's Halloween, buddy. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, what better way to start a Halloween theme? Right, With but with Halloween. Th- oh, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, yeah, it's really coming together. <laughs> so I uh, sat down and watched it. It's nice. It's 1978. I still had... 1978. It actually, helped, it actually helped me uh, realize that I was still paying for Shudder. I signed up for a free, uh, hey. a free trial of Shutter when you made me watch Psycho Gorman, and I had been paying for it because I just clicked on Amazon. I'm like, I'll just rent it and oh. like watch for free with Shutter. I could have showed you <laughs> so much more fucked up movies. So, I went to the Rocket Money app. It was like we can cancel <laughs> Shutter. I didn't know I was still Damn paying five ninety nine for that. Rocket Money. Shout out to Rocket Money. Yeah, if they want to be a sponsor, we'll take it. I would love it. I'll take money or rockets. I'll take a uh, no, any part just of money. your day. Well, we could probably sell the rockets. That's what I'm saying. It's still money. Oh, yeah, fair. It's money with more steps. Time is money. Oh, my God. And the time If Time Magazine wants to be... <laughs> see what I did? Did you see what I did? I did. <laughs> anyway, Halloween, so, 1978. 1978. Uh, Donald starts Pleasance. Starts in 1963, I think, is the start of it. Oh, sure, when he's a kid. He's a kid. Uh, kills his sister. Yes. On Halloween. On Halloween. And then First person Michael perspective, Myers. my favorite part, is while he's stabbing his sister mm-hmm. hey he he turns his head to the right <laughs> looks at the to knife. watch himself stab yes. <laughs> a wildly stabber so i didn't know this was an independent film it probably should have it would have made sense because i just i've always known it as the the giant franchise that it is because yeah. by the time i was aware of scary movies everyone knew about it, you know and you know the yeah. uh the the music that dun 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 it's built in it's the entire series is iconic but you forget like Star Wars was an independent film yeah like at some point it was nothing pretty expensive independent film you can't do two George Lucas impressions that's not George Lucas who's that that's just me trying to talk underneath my breath oh okay thought it was subtle George Lucas no they gave me twenty two million dollars to shoot the first the voice cracks I don't think he does all the time it cracks I can't help it I think that's one of those exaggerated things no there's no exaggerations I eat two buckets of fried chicken every morning trying to get this greasy thing down my fucking throat so I don't crack so goddamn much you sound like George Lucas's internal monologue from him sitting in that food court Yes. Do you remember that picture that's, that was floating that's, around? That's where I get the inspiration to do the voice. <laughs> that's just what he's talking about. He's always mad and sad <laughs> in my head. At the same time. Yeah. So uh, everyone, everyone, I'm sure, knows Halloween. We don't need to worry about spoiling anything on this. I don't um, think so. I don't know. Michael Myers is trying to kill high schoolers. He kills three high schoolers. He's obsessed with Jamie Lee Curtis. Right. So I, I thought I had this planned out because I thought I knew the lore more or less yeah 
Um, I thought that uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, you know, was like the main, you know, protagonist for the Halloween movies, and she is mostly. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and that's because Michael Myers is uh, their brother and sister. Yeah. And I was like, they don't seem like their brother and sister in this movie, which leads me to my YouTube rabbit hole that you send me on every fucking week. Because there are five official Halloween timelines. Yes, there are. Yes, there are. What the fuck? I mean, people don't know what to do with horror when you have a hot franchise. And your heart franchise is based on a, a, just a dude. Right. So they don't know what to do as when you kill him. The whole, the whole franchise is based on what if a scary guy with a knife. Yes. Huh? Yes. Also, some boobs. Yes. See and like. mm-hmm. that's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's about being in a sleepy town. Mm-hmm. Nothing really happens. I have the notes. most horrific thing that's ever happened to the town still haunts this town. Right. And Which was three kids dying. Still. Yeah. And it still happened. Yeah. You, it's, you can't be comfortable in your sleepy little town. But it's that's one, what it's saying. Okay. Yeah. To my notes. To your notes. I'll say this from the front. It's a two. Okay. We got double twos on this one. Two. I thought it was fine. I think I gave Nightmare on Elm Street a two as well. I don't know. I feel like Nightmare on Elm Street I liked a little bit more. I was like, I wish this had more of like supernatural elements. Apparently later movies do. Yeah, don't I mean I wouldn't Oh we'll we'll get to it. (laughs) We'll we'll get to Season of the Witch. You know how they got Oh, you Oh, that movie's fantastic, by the way. It doesn't have Michael Myers in it. No, but it's great. Season of the Witch. So before we get to my notes, this is what I found out about the uh, Halloween five different timelines. So there's and correct me if I'm wrong. There's I'm one just spitballing. I'm closing my laptop so you know this is off the dome. <laughs> People listening still don't know, but just trust me. I'm not uh-huh. looking at my notes. So there's Halloween. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of Halloween, Michael Myers, they think he, uh, they he sh- falls out a window. They he shot gets him shot. falls out of the window. Gets shot five times and falls out a window. And then they look back down the window and he's gone. He's and gone. like, oh, shit. Yeah. Uh-oh. Don't know what happens. And then... There's two Halloween movies that were made by Rob Zombie. They're their own thing. They're their own thing. Yes. Right. And that was <coughs> that's Halloween when, and then Halloween 2, but those came out in like 2007, 2000. I that can't era. remember. I like, saw the first one in theater. Late 2000s. I took my dad to go see that because Halloween's one of our favorites. But that was just it was just a Rob Zombie he made he it took was fine. the IP. If they didn't It's not related to Jamie Lee Curtis. It didn't have to be called Halloween. No. It could have just been a slasher. This didn't have to be called Halloween. It could have been called it Arbor took Day place and it just would have been Halloween. Did it? Yes. Okay. I have my notes on that are it's filmed in Southern California. <laughs> Illinois. It's set in Illinois. And then from my IMDb trivia, I found out to make it look like fall, they the production took a whole bunch of leaves, fake leaves, painted them fall colors, and then would just spread them around on the ground. Uh-huh. And then at the end of the take, they didn't have enough money to get more leaves, so they had to rake up the fake leaves and then spread them at the next location. All the while, all the green leaves are still on the trees. <laughs> So it's just in, bl- and then you can see palm trees in the background at some points because they yeah, shot it in true. Southern California. It's wonderful. But they took the time to be like, no, it's got to be at Halloween. You know what I think? I think this is a lot of the out of time elements that a lot of horror movies have, like it follows. That You can't use that as a crutch all the time to be like, no, no, no. I will, just out of- and I always do. You, you always can't do. can't use the force <laughs> to your answer to every problem in Star Wars. I don't have to because now I have witch magic from the <laughs> Night Sisters of Dathomir. And if you watched Ahsoka, we could get into it. So that sounds awesome. Regardless of that. So and then there's uh, Which magic is in Fallen Order. Yeah, the Night Sisters of Dathomir. Yeah. So yeah, I when you know about Dathomir, that. You don't know about when they <laughs> go to Peridia, do you? The Huna what now? When Ahsoka gets into the belly of a Pergil like Jonah and the Whale and sails to a further further away galaxy. No. Yeah, watch Ahsoka. No. I know you. Won't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just never gonna happen. I'm just going to be upset about it. I Somebody could recommend me it a in, quote from Andor yeah. being like this is a Fantastic quote. It's probably not. It wasn't. No. It was like war. I'm a smart war boy. I'm like, eh. He does say I'm a smart war boy. He says it a lot. It starts out every episode. Mr. Andor, calm down. (laughs) So (laughs) then there's the Halloween timeline. Halloween 2 takes place immediately after this. Yes. So some of that technically not on Halloween. Uh We'll let it slide. Set up. (laughs) And it should be called November 1st. (laughs) That would have been a great sequel name. This should have been the sequel name. Yeah. Uh, Halloween 2, colon, November November 1st. 1st. (laughs) (laughs) 
Then it might be election day on the 4th. We're not sure. <laughs> but So, and then it follows the Michael psychiatrist, Dr. Loomis. Yes. For Halloween 3 is its own thing. Yes. Season of the Witch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Loomis is in Halloween 4. Yes. Then Halloween 5, which is The Curse of Michael Myers. Yes. And there's Halloween 6, The Death of Michael Myers. And then it skips ahead to a different timeline that goes back to Halloween 1 and then goes to Halloween H2O. Yes. And then Halloween Resurrection, where Jamie Lee Curtis isn't dead because she dies in Halloween or before Halloween 4. What? Yeah. Before Halloween 4, it says that she died in like a car accident. And oh, you're following shit. her sister or mm. her, her kid. Mm. And then Jamie Lee Curtis is back in Halloween Resurrection and then Halloween yes. H2O. And then those get written out. And then you go back to Halloween 1, skip directly to Halloween. Halloween, yes. which came out in 2018, and then mm. Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. Yes. Halloween Ends being the most recent one. Yes. So there are five individual Halloween timelines that you could follow. Yes. And now they're coming only, out with a TV series. And only one of them has Busta Rhymes. Yes. Sad. I should. One of them has Paul one. Rudd. I didn't know he was in them. Yes. Yeah. That one was good. Paul Rudd plays the grown-up version of the little boy that Lori babysits in this one. Damn. Yeah. Good for it's Paul all connected. Rudd. It's not, though. That's what I, the whole you know point what? that I just made. Is it's not all you connected. You know what? From everything that you just said, it's all connected. <laughs> when you From think about it. <laughs> it all goes back to Halloween. <laughs> so, per, pluses about this movie. One, hits you with the theme song right out of the gate. Yeah. Like, it just pops up. It's catchy. It's wonderful. Yeah, it took me uh-huh. 15 seconds to figure out how to play it on the piano. Yeah. I don't have a great ear for music, but I was yeah. like, I bet there's a piano sitting right behind Jake, and I was just like, I can, I can, do I it. can bang this out pretty quickly. I can do it, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a lot Can't of Can't do that spicy bass line, though. I just got right hand going. Yeah, that song's great. Yeah. Damn. Uh, written by John Carpenter. Yes. I didn't know that. Hell yeah. That dude is doing nothing but being in a band with his son right now. Really? Yes. Good for him. They When they uh, David Gordon Green did uh, the new Halloween trilogy yeah. that's out, uh-huh. John Carpenter came back and did the music with that. Nice. for With his son. Not what he should have been involved in, but again, absolutely what he should have been this, involved this in. His music is fantastic. This franchise is based on very little. So, uh, in the future, there's a, a druid curse. That you know how they got that? You know how they got that story? Paul Rudd, fan wrote in. Really? Yeah. Said, "What if it's a curse? It's a fan theory." And they're like, "Okay, we'll put it in." Great. You just wrote Halloween f- yeah. five, <laughs> probably, <laughs> buddy. You just saved the franchise. <laughs> Holy God. <laughs> You're telling me a cult did it? <laughs> Perfect. Um, I forgot. Yeah. Uh, my, this is from my notes. I forgot uh-huh. uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was a Nepo baby. Uh, her, yes, this her, sounds familiar. Her mom is Janet Lee, who was in Psycho. Yeah, I yeah, forgot about this. Yeah. I didn't think about that until I was like, it says at the beginning, and introducing Jamie Lee Curtis. And then I went yeah. to her Wikipedia. I was like, is this her first movie? And then I said, Mom, Janet Lee. And I was like, oh, that's the <laughs> horror movie. Like connection. Now, don't you take it away? No, no, no. I love Jamie from Lee Jamie Curtis. Lee I'm Curtis. not going to say anything bad about Jamie Lee Curtis. That's She's not not incredible. On, not with microphones around. Have I'm you seen to... Everything Everywhere all at once? Yeah, She's everything's incredible. happening all the time. Yeah, I yeah. loved her in that movie. She's great. Um, Michelle Yeoh. I should make you watch her some wrote, of her movies. I wrote uh, terrifying credits parentheses pumpkin and parentheses <laughs> that iconic pumpkin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, people from from the IMDb trivia. Uh, the guy that plays Doctor Loomis, who is Donald Pleasant. Yes, uh, I was like, where do I know him from? He played Blofeld in one of the Bonds. You only live twice. Yeah. Uh huh. And he's he, an incredible actor. Yes, he's great, and his character's great. He's the only person that has like any real fucking emotions. I would agree, and, and I think that the movie following him was a fantastic idea so apparently in the first timeline that goes halloween one halloween two halloween four five six that's known as the loomis timeline because yeah. it follows him uh-huh. more than it follows jamie lee curtis right and uh but not his not uh, carpenter's first choice his two first choices were christopher lee of course saruman would have been fan fucking fantastic oh, i got so many horror movies to show you with christopher lee he was Dracula. also in a james bond movie he's an amazing guy he was the man with the titular man with the golden gun <laughs> and Christopher uh, Lee, I have an action figure of Christopher Lee as Dracula. I've got an not action a figure of him as Saruman. 
Isn't that yeah. look, just how different we are? We're still very much the same. Another musician. He has a metal band, or he had a metal band before he died. He did the like narration stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Kick-ass also, individual. the other person he thought for Dr. Loomis was Peter Cushing, best known as Grand Moff Tarkin. That's so funny because both of them, that's Van Helsing and Dracula. Yeah. And Hammer films. Mm-hmm. And every one of those movies are absolutely incredible. Yeah, that's what he was going for. He, he wanted some... Apparently, John Carpenter making this as an indie movie wanted horror movie cred. Yeah. So he went after Van Helsing and Dracula, and then he went after Janet Lee's daughter. Yeah. Because okay. he was like, I want, some, I want some cred in this movie. Peter Cushing is also amazing. Yeah. Grand Morph Talkin, uh, that's great character. Yeah. Uh, one little Easter egg that I picked up on... Uh-huh. It was when the little boy... First of all, where are the parents? Where are the parents? Yeah. They're drunk. Is that just like a thing in the 70s and 80s? Everyone's yeah. parents were just drunk? Yeah. The, the parents go out to bars and they say, uh, just come home before the street lights come on. Yeah. And then, and then they But don't. then they hire <laughs> these teenagers to just run around to all their different houses and have sex and get stabbed. Yes. Well, that must have been what they were doing. Somewhere? It was such a safe neighborhood. Allegedly. Yeah. I mean, there were leaves on the ground and leaves in the trees. <laughs> That's how safe, safe it was. <laughs> Very safe. <laughs> the leaves were still there from last fall. <laughs> uh, what else do I have? Oh, I wrote the leaves are fake and I can't stop looking at them. <laughs> uh, but the little thing I saw, the little boy that they're babysitting, he's watching The Thing from yeah. another planet. Uh-huh which was The Thing, and then John Carpenter did The Thing. Yes, he did. Love John Carpenter's The Thing. I think that might be my favorite John Carpenter movie. Wow. You have so many John Carpenter films to see. Maybe. But, yes, that movie's incredible. I haven't seen, uh, when I was doing the research on this, they said this was his first thing after Assault on Precinct 13. I don't I think I've ever seen I haven't seen that one seen. either, yeah. and I cannot wait. It looks amazing. Yeah. I know they remade it. I think I've seen the remake. I'm not going to watch the remake. I remember the... Uh, but you'll watch both Halloween remakes? Yeah. Hmm. It's different. Did you watch the new The Thing? No. The Mary Elizabeth Winstead one? I, I imagine. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I no, saw John Carpenter. So I love it. Yeah. And no, I didn't watch it. This is, so is it the prequel? Is it the dude that they find at the beginning of John Carpenter's The Thing? Yes. So it's about that's what? what Norwegian or yeah, something? Yeah, the Norwegian like yeah. Uh, scientists. Oh, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, I'm not going to watch it. Well, I don't like dogs dying, though. There was a, a Thing sequel. Did you know about this? Mm-hmm. Have you heard about this? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Hey, Jen Leno. You're so, here, too. Uh, hey. Uh, I've been walking around. That's just George Lucas. Hold on. So here's me. <laughs> George Lucas being Jay Leno. <laughs> so um, the thing does have a sequel blessed by John Carpenter, and it's on the PlayStation 2 and Xbox called The Thing. Is it a Telltale game? No. Huh. It's an action game. Hmm. It ha- it's a squad-based action game. Has like some- XCOM? No, because it's action. Oh. But uh, like your squad can get scared, and you have to calm down. Some people don't want to see dead bodies. But uh, when you fight the things, you have to catch them on fire to kill them. Makes sense. You get a limited supply of blood tests because your guys could be infected. Right. And they could get infected at any time. Right. So if they start acting weird, you just turn around, you hit them. (coughs) And if the thing comes out and it explodes, then you're like, "Uh uh-oh. Good game. (laughs) I'll have to check it out. Um, The one thing that I, I wrote down on my notes made me genuinely laugh is so... <clears throat> a guy who looks like Barry Boswick but is not Barry Boswick is hooking up with one of the girls who's not Jamie Lee Curtis. That's how they shall be referred. So not Jamie Lee Curtis and this dude have sex. It happens in real time on screen. 15 seconds stops. <laughs> then they both light a cigarette afterwards. I'm yeah. like, all right, guys. Calm down. Teenage sex. So <laughs> It's the most accurate thing in this Mr. movie. Mr. Dynamo over here. <laughs> so he... Uh, he goes downstairs. Not Barry Boswick goes downstairs. Michael Myers stabs him, impales him, so he hangs from a uh, it's a twelve inch chef's knife. Yeah, and he pushes it so hard that it impales the guy while it's still sticking out like six inches. Yeah, there's no way that's physically possible. There's a button on the inside of it that shoots out a little spike that goes all the way through him and then into the wall. No, he doesn't have that. It's yeah, just, it does. It's just a chef's knife. In the deleted scene, you don't hear the button where he goes boop and he goes activate my spike. They cut that Michael out because it was so running it, too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was the only line tight, that he ninety-two said. minutes. <laughs> yeah. So then he goes upstairs. Michael Myers is like, "All right, I'm going to go kill the girl that you were having sex with," and then this <laughs> insane, unstoppable killing machine, who's supposed to be the embodiment of evil, that uh-huh. Doctor Loomis tells several people. He tells the cop, "He's like, evil has come to your town." Yeah. It's like, don't you know who you let escape? Mm-hmm. I've looked into his eyes. He's got black eyes. From he killed one person. Like. He's, 
Not that bit. The kids have killed more people. Decimated the hell out of his sister. Yeah, he did. He stabbed his sister a bunch of times. Yeah. And so he's the embodiment of evil. Makes you think about it because Dr. Loomis has been with him since since he was a kid. 15 years. And And apparently he says something like, like, (laughs) I tried to treat him for seven years and then he spent the last eight years being like, this guy. So this is the man we're talking about. This is the unstoppable. Loomis sits down with the kid and he's like, you feel bad about killing your sister? He's like, no. He's like, oh my God. (laughs) Nah, bro. So. This unstoppable machine, yeah, the pure embodiment. John Carpenter wanted evil. He even said in the IMDb trivia, he wanted people to make Michael Myers someone that the audience can't relate to. He's just supposed to be evil. You're not supposed to feel bad for him, right? After he kills one guy and he's going upstairs to kill another one, he's like, "You know what would be funny <laughs> if I put on a sheet, yeah, like a ghost, uh huh, and then I put on Dead Barry Bostwick's glasses." Over the ghost sheet. Yeah, yeah. So when I go up to kill this girl, she's like, very funny. He was. Why does he, why is he doing bits? He's doing, he's doing, uh, he's taking tactics. He's standing, he's looking. This is a man who's had no, he's had no self-preservation or any attempt to camouflage. Jamie Lee Curtis looks out his window and he's just standing there. You don't call that tempting camouflage because he's standing there and he gets enamored. And then she looks away and she looks back. He's gone. That's because. You don't see the part where he's going, oh, shit, she saw me. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> he just, ran away. It was the most like weird, weirdest character thing ever for this guy who he just he doesn't run. He's just a lumbering. You know, he's, everyone yeah. knows who fucking Michael Myers is. He's just lumbering all the time. I didn't know he was doing bits. Like, it was a little bit, little bit Freddy Krueger. Like, uh. Freddy Krueger will try to be funny. Yeah. And I was like, is Michael Myers going to try to be funny, too? No. But it was just a one-off. No. Is he funny in later ones? No. Oh, so it's he, just the one, he only does one bit. My favorite. Do you think thing. it's because she didn't laugh, and then he was just like, well, "I'm not even going to try to do bits <laughs> anymore." I'm just and he, the girl gets strangled with one of those phone cords, the the coily phone cords. Yeah. I don't think they have the tensile strength to strangle someone because they're so damn coily. Oh boy, it was loose. Like she could. You haven't uh, seen enough murder mystery shows, no, buddy. I'm just saying the way he's strangling. It was yeah. the worst strangling ever. It looked. <laughs> It looked obnoxious at best. He wanted to get in close, and he knew that he was too much of a lumbering fool that he wouldn't make it in the four seconds it would take to get to that bed, right. walking slowly. Right. He's like, so I have to go in and disguise. <laughs> and then Jamie Lee Curtis is in a closet yes. trying to hide while just going, ah! ah! That is super relatable. Ah! That is actual shit. But she makes the point ahead of time to, like, I'm going to open up the the door going out to the balcony, maybe he'll think I went that way. Yeah. Good fake out <laughs> if you shut the fuck up. You don't immediately just go, ah! He's a smart guy. He knows how to drive a car somehow, even though he's been in a mental institution his say, entire life. Uh, one of my funny, one of the funny things that Mike Myers does is if you do something that slows him down, like stab him in the foot, uh-huh. he doesn't make noise, but he pantomimes like all the pain that he's in. <laughs> like he's in a Godzilla suit yeah. where he's like, yeah. you just see him like shaking fists. He's like, because oh, oh, oh. he, he can't be like, ow, like, ow. If, like if someone stepped on his toe, he'd hold up his knee yeah. and start bouncing just around like, in a yeah. circle. It's so. Good. So he's doing, Every time. he's doing silent film to vaudeville yeah. acting. You, you hit him in the gut, he's, he just doubles over. He's, he's playing just, in the cheap seats. He's slamming his fist on the table. <laughs> just the fact that he was doing bits made me laugh. So yeah, this is a this is a two. I'm glad I I'm glad I watched it. Hell yeah. Uh, I it's not what I was expecting. I don't think uh as far as scary movies that you've made me watch. Yeah. Uh, let's see, you made me watch It Follows. Hell yeah. Um Nightmare on this, Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street and Under the Skin. Uh-huh. I think those are the four scary ones. I would that you call have. it a skin horror, but okay. I would call it horrible. <laughs> oh, 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 sick burn. You change that to a two right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I think probably it follows is my favorite. Yeah, just because I think it follows was uh, the it follows was the only one that I was legit scared of. Yeah, not like scared like, uh, uh, but I was tense. just like, oh mm-hmm. fuck, I don't like this. This oh, I was yeah. just kind of like, all right, I know it's going to happen. Like he's going to kill these people. It's not going to be super graphic. Yeah, there's going to be some boobs. It's the '70s, and you're making a horror movie. Yeah, that's just what happens. So uh, yeah, it's a two. I'm looking forward to two. I think I'll take it. Just looking forward into the thing. I kind of want to watch season of the witch, just because it seems absurd. I love season of the witch. And, I love. It. And I don't really have any interest in Halloween two. That's season of the witch is when. 
Uh, they tried to make it like an anthology series. Yeah, which was yeah. a great idea. Sure. And that's when your main character could look like a drunk dad and still be like the sexy protagonist. Yeah, they call that Stranger Things now, and his name's David Harbour. <laughs> <laughs> no, he exactly. looks like a he looks like a caring stepfather. <laughs> Yeah, he does. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that's two. Uh, watch Halloween. It's available if you want my shutter password. It's good until, I think, the 12th. <laughs> and then it's it. done. <clears throat> All right. So, uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. If you want to write into us, you can at upyourallypod at gmail.com. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, threads, and TikTok at upyourallypod. Make sure you tell your friends about the show. That's the best way to uh, spread the word around. And uh, let's figure out what we're going to be talking about next week. Jake, what do you got for me next week? So, what is the date of this Friday coming up, my friend? Uh, the day that this podcast will air? Yes, sir. That would be the... Uh-oh, it's Friday the 13th. Coincidence! Oh, because God, that is it. your movie, my friend. I've already seen Friday the 13th. What? Oh, no, I saw Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Oh, so Jason, Jason, Jason. Jason, Jason, Jason. Uh, Friday the 13th, it's on Max. So, so, original Friday the 13th. The original Friday the 13th. Which is 1980. I wouldn't watch the remake. It was fine, but it's... I would Am say... Am I going to watch another 35-minute YouTube documentary explaining all the different timelines of the Friday the 13th movies? I would say watch one and two. Maybe. But then after that, I would say you would also watch three. Um, and then after that, I would say watch four and five to see, like, that's when the timeline starts breaking off. <laughs> when does he go to space? Is that 10? Jason X. So and that's after at one point he takes he Manhattan. goes to hell. That's before he goes to hell. Okay. So he takes I think Manhattan. they're all great. I haven't seen Jason Goes to Hell. I think I've seen Jason Takes Manhattan. That's one. I think it's that's all, a fine movie. It's all on a boat, right? It's mostly on a boat. Yeah. I mean, so he doesn't really take much of Manhattan. He takes I mean, he these, takes it as soon as he gets there. He takes the East River. And then he the turns. In, is it called Jason Takes the Ferry? And then he it, that movie is, ends so weird. They all end fucking weird, Jake. No. The first one and the second one end fantastic. Name a horror movie that we've watched that is like, oh, that makes sense at the end. It follows. It's probably the best ending. Hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, I will say It Follows has a better ending than uh, Booyah! No One Can Save You that we watched last week, even though I like No One Can Save You. Out of all these horror movies, No One I Can Save that. You is my favorite movie. That movie was great. All right. So I'm going to watch the first Friday the 13th. Woohoo! You should have done that for- One of my favorites. If you had done that for this week- then that would have come out on Friday the 13th. Do you think... You're thinking ahead of things? I have the foresight... No. ...to know what day it's going to be in the future? Yeah. No. Oh, is that legitimately why you asked me what day this comes out? Because you, just, <laughs> <laughs> you aren't sure how calendars No, because I was thinking about it, and I was like, I want to do Halloween because it's going to be Halloween season. Yeah. And then I started thinking, do I show them a really, really scary movie... No. ...from the next one coming up? Won't like it. And then I went... What's the next date? Oh, it's Friday the 13th. Okay, that's the one. <laughs> All right. So, okay, so... And Friday it 13th. works in because I actually have a plan now after I made this movie. You know I have All Affleck April already planned out for next year. You're doing it again? Every April. Every April is going to be All Affleck April? It's all, it's April, all Aprils or All Affleck April. I knew I should have done Jackie Chan July. <laughs> was that your idea? I was going to do Jackie Are Chan we, July. I thought you were going to do Scar Joe September. <laughs> that would have been great, too. I was going to do Jackie Chan July. <laughs> Jackie Chan July. Jackie Chan June sounds better. <laughs> Jackie Chan. Well, it was July. It was oh, July. <laughs> well, now you got to jump on June. Jump on or Jackie Chan. Jackie January. <laughs> Jackie ja January Jackie Chan. No, Jackie January. January Jones movies, and I'll just show you one movie. X-Men First Class? X-Men First Class. <laughs> and Mad Men? And then, and then we'll stop. <laughs> I mean, X-Men First Class is a great movie. Don't get me wrong. It was a fine movie. It wasn't a good movie. It was um, fine. So, Good <laughs> lord. <laughs> what do you got for me, uh, The buddy? film I have for you is available to watch uh, on Amazon. This Whoop. popped up uh, in my recommended thing, and I hadn't watched it. Uh, it is a 2022 film. Uh, written, directed, and starring Mr. B.J. Novak, best known as Ryan from The Office. Oh, okay. Also uh, a great writer. He wrote a lot of the episodes of The Office. This film is called Vengeance. Uh-huh. It's out in it, 2022. Now you can watch it on Amazon. Um, quick little plot synopsis. Uh, New York City journalist Ben Milanowitz lives in metropolitan life of casual romantic relationships. Late one night, he receives a phone call from a stranger that his girlfriend, Abilene, has died of a drug overdose, and he goes down to the funeral and stuff and starts a podcast because her brother and family think that she has been murdered. So uh -huh. he gets pulled into this true crime Texas world. It's got uh, Boyd Holbrook in it, who is fantastic in this movie. Huh. 
Uh, BJ Novak's great. It's got Ashton Kutcher, Issa Rae, bunch of great actors. Huh. Yeah. Uh, you called Ashton Kutcher a great actor. I said a bunch of great actors and Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. <laughs> he's a terrible person now. He was apologizing for his friend. He's kind of a dipshit. Yeah. I wouldn't say he's a terrible person. I think he's just a complete dipshit. Yeah. He's like... Did he you never tried ap- to sexually assault me. <laughs> Did you watch their apology video? Yeah. There's a great thing. Cause, so they filled it in front of like this. this their is him barn? And his, his wife. So it's like him no, and... Um, my, Myla Kunis. Him and his, and his wife. He's married to Myla Kunis? Yeah, they're married. Oh, that's... What, or what, together. Did me more happen? That was a long time ago. Dude, I don't fucking care. Regardless, <laughs> someone... It was their whole like... Uh, you know, oh, we're you know we're sorry for doing this, and it's filmed. It's supposed to look like they're just in a blank wall, and then someone's yeah. like, "Oh, I saw their House Hunters show or whatever their Cribs equivalent." Yeah, it's like this is what they were looking at, and it's just like this gorgeous infinity pool overlooking the countryside. It's like, yeah, yeah. you're fucking terrible people. Yeah, <laughs> so, they're stupid. They're just fuck you guys. Absolute dipshits. All. all right, but he's in this movie briefly. So watch <laughs> Vengeance on uh, Amazon. Watch Friday the 13th on Max. Happy Friday the 13th, everyone, when this comes out. Yeah. Uh, Jake, thanks for coming over. Love you, buddy. I love you, buddy. All right, bye. Bye.